And now, a word from our sponsors. Need a catch-up session on what you missed last week? Now you're listening to ArchD Radio, the podcast mix. Welcome to ArchD on Life FM. This is Joseph Doan, and today I'm joined by Hamish Dingwall. Hi, Joe. How are you on this beautiful day? Yeah, I'm doing great, thanks, Hamish. It's good to have you. Great to be here. Just enjoying the fact that summer's back and I can finally be warm again. Yeah, I agree, Hamish. It's great to get back in the heat, especially because the last few summers haven't been quite hot. Well, some people might haven't, but I've missed those hot summers that we used to have. Oh, yeah. I remember one time I think the plastic on my car began to melt off from the heat. It was just crazy. Now, I'm also joined today by Charlie Harris. Great to have you here, Charlie. Hi, Joe. Very happy to be here. It's a really good day today, not going to lie. Not even a single cloud in the sky. Yeah, it is beautiful today. All that's due to the summer, isn't it? You know, my favourite thing about summer is going in the pool. There is just something about the freshly chlorinated water and the sunny sky that really gets me in the swimming mood. Yeah, Charlie, that's right. The pool is great, but I have to say the beach is pretty good too. The pool is so much better than the beach, as the beach can be too hot and not have any shade. When you get out of the water, you are covered in annoying itchy sand, which brings half the beach back with you into the car. I agree. I like the privacy of the pool and it's a bit more calming as it's not as windy as it is on the beach unless people are there. And finally, we're also joined by Lawson Hollis. Hello, Joe. Thank you for having me here. Are you enjoying the warmth? Yes, I am, Lawson. It's great to have you. (laughs) And now... Alright, so I've got a question for you. Do you think iPhones are overpriced? Well... You know, the quality of these phones are next to none, but I did see a report that said it only actually costed $460 to make the iPhone 14 Pro Max, which actually retailed for $2,200. It is just getting more expensive, isn't it? Like you'll pay $400 more for an extra camera and a larger screen. Yeah. I hope some big revolutionary technology will come out soon, so I get my money's worth. I do reckon that the iPhones are so iconic now, so hard not to buy it even though you know it's overpriced. Yeah, I agree, Hamish. They're very iconic phones, even when their prices are high. What would you say, Charlie? Well, my sister actually got an iPhone 14 for her birthday, but she fell over while using it and completely smashed the entire screen, costing around $400 for a pet. It was like highway robbery, considering we had already had to pay $1,400 to begin with. There is a reason Apple is a trillion dollar company and it ain't because they sell phones. Well, I've got a story for you. So, speaking of iPhones, there's a video of a man from India who has dressed up as a homeless person, right? So, this guy's put on dirty ripped clothes and walked around the streets begging for money as people pass by. Mm. He's got this rugged sack with him and is just slowly filling it with coins for things like food and clothes. But the thing is, he doesn't really need this money at all. In fact, he's just trying to buy the new iPhone. Mm. That's so bad. Yeah, it sure is. So what this guy's done is he's shown up to a bunch of iPhone stores in India and has tried to buy the $1,500 iPhone 15. But some of the stores didn't actually allow him to enter because of his dirty shoes and clothes. And of course, the fact that he is using a bag of coins to pay for the phone didn't help him at all. So now you've got this guy who wants the new iPhone so bad that he has dressed up and literally begged people for money just so he can afford it. That's Mm. crazy, isn't it, Joe? It is crazy. He's just walking around with thousands of these coins in his bag as he goes shop to shop trying to find someone who will take the coins for the payment. I can imagine at this point he wasn't feeling too good about himself at all. However, one shop actually finally agreed to accept his massive pile of coins and the man is seen emptying the sack on the floor and handing it over to the shopkeeper and his staff. So the man's just poured all his coins onto the shopkeeper's counter and the video shows the poor shopkeepers counting the coins one by one like it's normal. And the best part of the video is the man can be seen just holding the iPhone, taking selfies with the staff members one by one, even while they're still counting his coins. 
All this for the iPhone 15. Notably, Apple's much-anticipated iPhone 15 series went on sale in India around September when this video was taken. Long queues were spotted outside Apple's retail stores in Delhi and Mumbai, including the man with the bag of coins. Alright, so Hamish, if you were given $1,500 worth of coins, would you buy the iPhone 15 or would you keep the money? Um, I reckon I'd buy the phone, I would, I would get the phone, stick on an extra camera with glue and I'd call it the iPhone 17 and sell it for $3,000. Wow. Just like how Apple do it every year. And it will work because I know someone will buy it, someone that's very rich and not very smart. That's some next level thinking right there from Hamish. <laughs> Hey, this is Emma. Hi, I'm Zach. Hey, everybody, this is Matt Marr. That's Tom. That's Riley. And now, this is Arch D. Arch D Radio 1079. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we're talking about joke candidates. Yep. What do you guys think about these comedic politicians running in ele elections? I think that joke candidates in elections can help bring a sense of fun to politics that often isn't represented and puts politicians in their place. I've seen a giant fish finger, Darth Vader, and even Elmo all run for British Parliament. However, it could also get out of hand if they're elected and they don't have the skills for their position. Yeah, I agree with you, Charlie. Joke candidates normally make voting a bit less serious, which can sometimes help as it tends to be quite serious. I've never seen many joke candidates, but I have heard of them just like Charlie said. If they were to be elected, it would probably not end well. Well, on a less serious note, in a Siberian city called Barnul, people nominated a peculiar candidate for mayor in a poll in a protest of corruption in past positions. Barsik the Cat was voted recently in a poll against other politicians, qualified human beings, and winning easily. Of the six human candidates and one very special cat, the ambitious feline won a landslide victory, 91.2% of the 5,400 votes cast. Wow, that's crazy. The poll was started by the group Altai Online on a popular Russian social media platform. The group uploaded a video of the first interview with Barsik the Cat, though the cat did not have much to say. They have also launched a campaign to buy a billboard in the city centre depicting the candidate with the slogan Only mice don't vote for Barsik. People in this Siberian town are absolutely in love with Barsik. They post him everywhere, agree with him, and I believe some people are actually serious. For the past five years, the people of Barnul have not had control over their own mayor's election. Instead, they were appointed from central government by the politicians themselves. Barsik the cat obviously had had enough. <laughs> Do you think you would have voted for this joke candidate, Barsik the Cat? Lawson, do you think your pet could be a good mayor? I don't think so, as my dog is not super well trained. He can do basic tricks such as sitting and laying down, but I feel a domesticated dog such as a German Shepherd would do right for running as a mayor. Thank you, Lawson and Charlie. <laughs> and now... Lawson and Joe, what, are your, what, what was your weirdest experience with a pet? Okay, so once my family and I once entered our dog into a Labrador contest. Everything was going well for our dog until we got to the retrieving round. The aim of the retrieving round was quite simple. A fake chicken is thrown and the dog must pick it up and bring it back. That was quite easy for our dog and we threw the chicken and our dog started chasing it. Mm. He picked up the chicken and ran back and then he stopped, dropped the chicken, did a poo in front of all the people watching him. <laughs> I've got a pretty interesting story as well. So my auntie lives on this massive farm, which is perfect for a massive German Shepherd called Khan. And the, the German Shepherd's probably about five feet when it stands up on its two back legs. Wow. Yeah. So I was staying there with my family one afternoon and we went out for a walk on the property. Khan had this rubber frisbee that he would just bolt to no matter where you threw it. And it was always covered in slobber and honestly, it was quite disgusting. Khan dropped the frisbee to me one time and I ditched it as far as I could. 
The frisbee went flying and landed in a small pine tree just above my arm's reach. And suddenly, Khan ran as fast as he could to the frisbee and tried to jump at it before I could say no. But to my surprise, Khan reached the branch and bit down as hard as he could on it. The frisbee fell down along with the entire branch and Khan ran back to me, not with the frisbee, but with the entire tree branch expecting me to throw it. <laughs> wow, Joe and Lawson, those are some crazy stories about your pets. But here's an even crazier one. An emotional support alligator has been denied entry into a baseball stadium, according to its owner. Wow, I want to hear this. Joe Heaney took Wally the Alligator to the home of the Philadelphia Phillies ahead of their game against Pittsburgh on Wednesday, much to the surprise of onlookers. Wally or Wally Gator is considered a support animal and has tens of thousands of followers on it on social media, where he's often seen being hugged or kissed, wearing yellow sunglasses and a pink scarf. Mm. Mr. Heaney said they had not gone to watch the match, but were due to meet the players. But by the time they arrived, the team were busy warming up. It was no big deal, he said, adding they simply turned and went home. We were going to go down below into the stadium, but they were practicing for the game and couldn't have visitors. They're going to get a hold of us before they go to their next game, he claimed. Soon players will go and meet him. The famous crocodile won't ever bite and no one knows why, he said, but even his food must be dead and handed to him. He since helped Mr. Heaney through depression, who claims he is every bit a support animal. Mm. He's got a lot of people's attention and he's famous for his hugs and kisses. Well, I think I need to get myself a crocodile. Lawson, would you rather never own a pet again or be forced to own a pet crocodile until it dies naturally? I would rather never own a pet crocodile because it is going to be quite difficult and I'll need a lot of space in my house for when it grows to their full size. Owning a crocodile would be expensive and there is risk of me being attacked. That's some good insights there, Lawson. Hey, this is Emma. Hi, I'm Zach. Hey, everybody, this is Matt Marr. That's Tom. That's Riley. And now... This is Arch D. Arch D Radio 107. Live. <laughs> okay, guys, what's the weirdest animal you have found in your home? Well, Lawson, some of my extended family lives out in the Flinders Ranges, and my cousin, who lives on a large property, have found many different wildlife around. A few rabbits, kangaroos and emus, and also a large brown snake right on his front porch. I've got a pretty good story here, Lawson. So my uncle owns this great goat business and he's often moving all these different goats around to properties where they can stay the night. And one time I was coming home from a long day at school and my family was home. I knew my uncle would be there for the afternoon and I saw his car in the driveway. So I walked up to the door as usual and I opened the door and I kid you not, the first thing I saw was just this goat standing right in the middle of the hallway, just death staring me. Mm. As I walked in, the goat just ran off out into the kitchen like nothing happened. I can say it was a pretty great way to walk home. Wow, that's quite interesting. The reason I asked you this question is because there is a bear who has been invading 21 homes near Lake Tahoe. Here is the full story. A large black bear who was believed to be a bandit and a hungry uninvited house guest was captured by wildlife biologists. Authorities in the town of South Lake Tahoe, California, had been on the lookout for large animals since February 2022 after they reported that a male bear had been the cause of of 152 reports of conflict behaviour, calling the bear Hank the Tank. But it turns out those initial assessments were actually three bears with a similar pattern of behaviour, and not all the bears were actually male. DNA testing confirmed that a bear captured on Friday was a female behind at least 21 cases of breaking and entering with three young cubs. The female bear was called Henrita the Tank. The public of Tahoe Keys blamed the bear's behaviour for unsecured garbage cans and habitat invasions. 
One of the resident areas said that one of the Hanks ate a two-gallon tub of ice cream from their neighbor's trash can. Wow. Now, Joe, what would you do if you saw a bear in your house? Well, Lawson, if I saw that bear in my house, I think I'd run out to the back and go get the goat. (laughs) And now... That's all we have time for today. My name is Lawson with Charlie, Hamish and Joseph. Thanks so much for joining us here on ArchD on Life FM. If you'd like to hear more episodes from Cabra Dominican College, you can check them out all on our school's own podcast page at archdradio.com. This podcast was produced by Joseph, Hamish, Lawson and Charlie for Cabra Dominican College in partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. We are here every week with a brand new podcast version of the ArchD show. Check out all of our other podcasts, including the latest school life content on our website, archdradio.com, and find us on social media at ArchD Radio for heaps of behind-the-scenes stuff. Or you can catch the show when it airs on Life FM every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. We will see you again very soon. Bye. Bye.